You are listening to the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Nuss. I am transitioning to a new microphone and I feel like it's going really great and I really love the sound quality that it's bringing and this microphone is like right up in my face loving that because I don't have to like stoop over to my little handheld microphone on my desk so the new movement is amazing Anyways, I'm still wearing my headphones, though I'm not quite sure why, because however I have this microphone hooked up, however I have my headphones hooked up, (laughs) I can't actually hear the sound of this microphone. So, work to be done there, okay? We'll get there, don't worry. Um, But beautiful, amazing things are happening in the Nuss Inc. Studios. Yes, I filed a DBA, Hannah Nuss DBA, doing business as Nuss Inc. Welcome. It's a real thing. I actually had to open a bank account and a lot of this journey has just been me kind of letting the steps just happen, not really setting a direct plan, right? Just kind of outlining where I needed to go, um, but letting letting the world and the energies guide me. Um, and that's been such a beautiful thing. Um, and this morning I had this thought of, and I've always had this thought in the back of my mind, like how do, how do, some people go and cure cancer and how do some people just hang out and specifically I think about Iowa which is the state that I live in shout out what up Iowans um and I think about how there aren't many creatives that come from here there aren't many people who kind of break the mold and break out of here and when there are like and I hope Iowans who are listening, you'll kind of laugh with me at yourself. But when there are those few people who break out, right, we talk about them forever. Like, if it's a football player who went and played at Iowa, and we kind of that we knew their cousin's aunt's brother, and like, we'll be like, oh, we, yeah, we know him. Yeah, he went and played for Iowa. And then he went to the NFL. And like, he could be doing nothing, like literally laying on the couch and scratching his balls, but we're still like praising him because at one point he was on ESPN 20 years ago and he got out, right? And we know so few people that get out of Iowa and break the mold and and look like something different. And this is no different from any state, but we probably have the least amount of people who've gone and done it. So much so that entire cultures of towns and spaces and people latch onto these people like no other. I mean... Like, like so many people probably come out of Atlanta and so many people come out of California and they make money and they get famous and they do all the things that you couldn't like go name a road. But I almost guarantee you that any person who's ever gone and done anything from here has their own road, their own museum, their own. I mean, I could think of the museums that are here uh, just in my town or surrounding town. So, 
I'm not saying that to make fun of Iowa. I'm saying that to like really break down this idea, this death of a dream idea and and my constant aching in my mind of people who don't go chase their dreams and why they don't and what is the difference between some people and not others and and how how do some people go and live fearlessly and go move through that and how do some people just stay stuck and angry forever and as a fellow stuck angry person um and fellow Iowan I can speak to that because I get it like I get what we're all so angry about the world really isn't created equal it's not um right? Take a deep swallow of that. It's not welcome. Um, I love to have those conversations with my daughters all the time. Like, well, mom, that's not fair. And I'm like, the world literally is not fair. And that's not a fun thing to say. And that's not a fun thing to realize. But it's not. It's not made equal. And you can keep trying to pretend that it is and that there are instances where people are just set up better than others. You can pretend that that doesn't happen, but it absolutely does, right? And the few people who break free are probably those who are built with a support system. And what does that look like? What does people who dream fearlessly, what does that look like? And how do those people go accomplish all those things. And then the second part of it, how do we replicate that? And how do we get more people chasing their dreams and going after things fearlessly? How could you cultivate more of that movement? Right? How can you inspire and make people think bigger and help them to bring out their creative sides. And I think in Iowa specifically, and what a beautiful subset and what a beautiful place for me to grow up in because I have constantly been tasked with the same question. How do some people go and do the things and how do some people not? And what is the difference? And I am surrounded by instances of this, you know, and it's not just about access and connections because we see people all the time who have none of that, who just outgrind that, who then show up and get it done. But the other part is your belief set or the people who surround you to keep pushing you, right? And those people who finally break through, who are just hustlers, who who finally show up and do it on the stage that they intended, those people finally made the right connection or they had the right people pushing them and surrounding them to bring this to life. And that's such a beautiful thing. But when you think about Iowa specifically. And don't tune out people in other states. I know you're here. Okay, but but I want to break this down in this instance because I think Iowa specifically is such a great example for what I'm talking about. So Iowans, wow we have work ethic, we have the ability to work with so many people, you know, we have such a collective group of individuals, we have such a 
collective group of demographics that live in this instance. So we have rural and we have metro and, and we have things that other people don't have access to. And we have also cultivated this culture of people who stop trying or stop believing that they could go do it because there just isn't a big enough collection of people who have, right? And we sit in as <laughs> older people in smaller towns sit on benches and they talk about Susie's uncle's cousin's aunt's sister who went and made it big and is doing things out in California. And we, we talk about that and, and those stories live on, but there aren't enough of them to push like any given kindergarten who wants to go chase down that same dream past those limitations unless they would happen to connect with that person right? Unless they would feed through the chain and they would hustle and they would figure out who that is and they would find that commonality and they'd break down those molds and they'd go do that thing that they wanted to do. And we have an entire state full of people who understand how to hustle and understand how to make things happen, we have the subset of work ethic surrounding us every single day. We are built by farmers who find ways against all odds to produce food and to produce beautiful things. And that's so amazing, but that also means that we we live in this culture of disbelief around us breaking down any barriers that exist. And so we have groups of people who just stop, right? And I try to think about my community and how impacted we probably all are by this very fact that you can't go do it. And then I'm like stuck in wanting people to believe in themselves, wanting to build up people so they go do the thing. They write the book, they write the blog, they do the podcast, they do whatever it looks like, right? But if you can't see it, how can you go do it? But now you can see it like you've never been able to before, right? You aren't living just in the communities that surround you. You're living in the beauty of the entire world now. You have access to see people doing the thing you want to do. You don't have to live in the space of not knowing what it looks like anymore. You can go do it, right? But how do we create space so those people don't sit in these angry impossibility states around their dreams and their goals, right? How do we make things happen? How do we get people believing in themselves and believing in their art and believing in their creation, right? How do we foster those kinds of things or incubate people so they 
believe so fearlessly in what they're going after and we help them find their voice and we help them find that channel and we help them bring it to life however it looks, right? And we help them help the communities that they live in and then go out and help the rest of the world, right? I don't want people to stop going after what they want to go after. If there has ever been a time for you to go live your dream, it's now. But how do we foster people's creativity and their spirit and their energy towards what their dream is? How do we create incubators for these things to go out and make a difference in the world and in your community? And in the places that you surround yourself, right? And how do we build up such a strong culture of creation and belief that it impacts the very culture we live in, right? That you could build such a strong community of belief and, and beauty that people go out and live bigger, and speak truer. And when you're thinking about Iowa and how no one, <laughs> no one leaves here and no one makes it big from here, right? We can think of like the five people who did, I don't know, John Wayne, Ashton Kutcher, and are there three? I don't know that there are. I'm sure there are. But we can think of those people and then we think of how those people are just a little bit different and that's not the same and you couldn't go do it or could you, right? And maybe we don't have all the access that we need and maybe we don't have all of the things that we need, but now more than ever, you have the beauty of the internet and the beauty of connecting and seeing things that didn't exist before and seeing people who've gone and done it. And you can look at that and you can study that. And for goodness sakes, if you have Google, you can see what you want to do. You can build what you want to do. And so the time is now for creators and for dreamers and for doers and people who want to bring these things to life. The problem lies in the culture that you surround yourself with. That's the other side of the problem, right? Do people speak belief and fearlessness into you and around you and around your ideas or and this is what I find, when you go out and you create and you do, more people will hate you than support you and will try to bring you down because it's, it's two-sided, right? People don't want to see you change. That's scary. And people don't want you to become that because they couldn't right? And they'll start speaking disbelief and hate on your ideas and the things that you want to do. And there's a chance that you stop because enough people do that, right? But as creators, is there a way to build a space where you're surrounded by more creators? So I'm not just talking podcasters and, and artists and 
Etsy shop owners, like I'm talking about all of it. Being creative and don't sit here and tell me you're not creative. If you have Instagram or Facebook, you are creative. You are a curator. You are doing things, right? You are writing a story and all stories have purpose. All people have a calling and I'm starting to see how all of these things line up and why all of it makes sense and why all of it has happened up until this point, right? And then I'm starting to see that I thought for a long time, Iowa is the worst place for this to happen. No one escapes. You're crazy for even thinking that you could do so. Good luck. And then I thought for a long time, well, if you were going to, it'd have to look like this certain thing. Right, it'd have to look like you being an athlete because, well, for goodness sakes, there are at least more people who make it out of here as an athlete than as anything else, right? So maybe that's your avenue. And when that didn't happen, I was like, okay, you know what? I tried. That was really the only clear sight line I had to getting out of here and to doing something big with my life. And now that I don't have that, I better sink back into the normal, comfortable life that was made for me. If I was going to do it, it was going to happen then and it was going to be in that way. Right? And I truly believe that. I believed that my dreams as I dreamt them the one time were the only way that I was allowed to dream. And when that didn't happen, I was like, okay, well, Put together some safer instances of what this looks like. Put together a more realistic vision for where you are and who you are of what your dreams are. Put together the realistic version of that and then go chase that down. And once you get there, then you'll figure out, you know, a little bit more, a little, little leap from that, a more realistic leap of what this looks like. And once you build a pla a a resume of you doing these things, then you can level up. Okay, but don't be audacious. Don't think that you can go build something. Don't think that you're a leader until you have all of these bullet points on your resume. You aren't. You can't just lead people because you believe you're a good leader, right? You can't move people. You can't motivate people without a title. You have to have a team under you. You have to have a business. You have to have something for people to follow. Right? And I do have a business now, people. So go ahead. Follow me. Share this. Give me more followers. <laughs> but I'm just baffled by our ability to dream based on the people we surround ourselves by. And you see those things all the time. And I see them even more than I even want to embrace, right? You are as strong as the five people you surround yourself with. Well, imagine who we surround ourselves with. And I guess we'll go ahead and, and think about who we surround ourselves with as Iowans, because it's just easier, right? You can't even fathom it. You can't even fathom getting bigger 
making it big, doing the things, because there's no set of people for you to see, right? The three people. I mean, honestly, I can only think of two. I assure you there are more, but I can think of two right now. Maybe Herbert Hoover is from here. I remember going on some sort of field trip. Okay, so there are three. <laughs> Anyways, not attuned to Iowa culture, but here I am. So you're building your network of the five people and the likelihood that those five people don't exist in your family means that you are going to consciously surround yourself, consciously or unconsciously, right? You're born into your family and you can't really help that. But you are consciously surrounding yourself with this culture you've been born into. And there are two cultures. There's the Iowa culture that no one can and no one will and no one does. And then there's the family culture. That's probably pretty similar because it's based on this outline culture of Iowa. And, and if your family set doesn't have anybody who's done this, doesn't have anybody who's been successful or a CEO or any of the things, right? You're built into this network of people who have just settled. And that culture starts to digest you. And pretty soon you get to this state of just anger and blind disbelief that anybody can go do anything other than be this thing, right? Maybe it's a CNA, maybe it's a receptionist, maybe it's a cook, maybe it's a... Maybe it's PR in a hospital and that's just leveling up and people think that you've made it doing that, right? And we could take the next step, right? We could be the next generation of people who do great things, but it's only one more step of greatness, right? It's like, okay, well, my mom wasn't maybe college educated. Um, my mom wasn't, you know, she had a group of babies and she had to end up raising them and that kind of took every, right? She just had to make money to put food on the table. And so I'm going to be better and I'm going to go get my college education and I'm going to have a professional job and I'm going to build this life of what success looks like to me. And that's beautiful, except for it's just a more realistic instance. Does it actually speak to the things that you want to do or does it speak to the proving the culture wrong, that you can be the difference, that you could be different, that you could be successful, but is success built on the culture that you've built around what success didn't look like for your mom, or is it built on what you want to do? And my belief is that it's built on this culture of what success looks like to this culture, right? Maybe it just looks like making money. Maybe it looks like having an education. Maybe it looks like, I don't know, fill in the blank. What does it freaking look like to you? Right? But in doing that, the culture that we have surrounded ourselves with, the people that we surround ourselves with, willingly or unwillingly, the people that we're surrounded by can drive what we believe we're worth. 
what we see as a possibility. They can. They absolutely have power to do that. And Iowa is full of this instance. We aren't close enough to people who go do it, right? And you look at meccas of people who create and do and make it happen, right? We look at the meccas of those places, right? Dreamers dream bigger here. Why do you think that is? Because people have proof, right? And now we're looking at this new instance where you have access to all of those things and how do we create Networks and pockets of people who will build you up and fearlessly put you in that direction because you don't have it in your family set. And there's a likelihood that you also don't have it in your friend set. And so can we build beautiful places and sanctuaries of people that support you and love you and build you as a creator, as someone who can take something beautiful and put it into the world and impact your community or better yet, impact the rest of the world. Can we build sanctuaries like that? Can we build up the next group of great creators? Can we build that? Do we have a say, right? And I'm not just talking about people who want a freaking podcast. I'm talking about people who want to knit hats and find a way to do that and bring that creation and beauty into the world. And maybe it looks like they just make a store and sell 10 hats. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care the scope. I want you to create and follow your dream. And I, myself, want to build a platform for people to do that. And I don't want it to be just people who have access and money. And the more annoying thing is that I can build this platform. I can I can figure all of this out and how you do this, not because of my college education, but partially because I just look the part. And guess what? I had enough access to things people who believed in me, to all of those things that I have more access than others to bring this into the world, right? And I also have money, right? Which means I can do these things. I am not building any of this off of money that I make, off of money that my husband makes, I'm literally only funding all of this idea and dream off of plasma donation. And I am intentional about that. Because I want to prove to everyone that you can have a dream and it can be built off of nothing. It is not an access thing. It's a belief thing. Right? But can I build belief in others' dreams? Can I change people's lives by building this network of people and dreamers and believers and support systems for people because I had to go find my own support? Right? And I had 
to go to conferences and spend money and and build these systems off of people who do believe in themselves or don't but i had i had to have access to some things but i believe in this Kathy Heller one of my favorite people in podcasts to listen to Kathy Heller says this and she actually runs the podcast and the movement of don't keep your day job um, and she does beautiful work and she says that the I'm not even going to say it right because I never do but People, people don't lose who they are gosh and I want to remember what it is so bad but I can't it's slipping my mind right now but she talks about how purpose is the opposite of depression right and I want to find what those things are what would give you purpose not like the fake kind of purpose that you show up every day to collect a paycheck like I can't my heart breaks for people who are in the anger cycle that I was in right my heart breaks for people who are angry for their dreams that got crushed because I've been there I know what it feels like and now I want to help you find what it is that you want to do and my work I want to live in helping more people find that because I don't believe that there is this exclusive group of people who have beautiful ideas and those are the only people. I believe every single person has beauty and art that they could bring into this world, but they don't have the right group or the right connections to bring it into this world and so they end up suffering through their entire lives with this beautiful idea and creation and it's just living angrily in the back of their mind because they don't have the same access that everyone else has right and so many of us have to live in that space because we just don't we just don't have what we need to bring it to life and I don't believe that that's true and I am gonna work every day to figure out how to get those beautiful gifts out into the world so you don't have to sit and suffer with them in angry spaces of disbelief that your dreams have any validity in this world 